Colin, I want to hit the record button, but I have no idea what episode this is. Oh shit! Do you know? Do you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna guess fifty five. No, it's got to be like fifty eight. It's got to be closer to sixty. Let's see. All right, you're looking it up. I feel good about that. I don't trust me to look it up right now. Uh oh man oh man what this is episode 59 uh, see i told you i knew it was closer to 60 it's funny too because are you recording right now oh yeah i'm recording okay it's funny too because our last episode was we were it was called back from a potty break so like mm. we already took a break for almost a month there yeah and now totally. here we are. Totally my fault. Totally my fault because I moved across the world. It's crazy to live. I'm, here. I when when I when I saw you. Well, first tell everybody where you are. I am in Arizona, uh, in an area called Eastmark. Nice, and. Uh, I when when I saw you get on camera, I realized it just clicked with me. You just wanted to go somewhere where you could wear tank tops all the time. Okay, so yes, <laughs> number one, yes. Uh, number two, somebody sent me like something about pants the other day, and I said, "What the fuck are those? Are those like long shorts?" Because I don't fucking wear pants anymore. Like nice. I only wear shorts and tank tops. Uh, it is, dude. It's hot. Hot AF here. And everybody told me it was. And when we came out, it was hot. But it is not the same kind of hot. No, and it's I know not that, at all. It's I know nice that hot. that's what it is. And I know that's what people say. And it's like, it feels like a cliche at this point to be like, oh, it's a dry heat, right? Uh, but there is something to that. When it is 92 here, you can absolutely wear long sleeves. You can, you can not die in pants. And yeah. a lot of the a lot of the kids around here, uh, like there's like a lot of skateboarders and longboarders and stuff like that. And all of them will have on like hats, long hair, uh, a crew neck, and some like skinny joggers. And I'm like, damn, you got to be roasting. But now that I've been here a couple weeks, wait, yeah. a couple weeks? I've not, I have not been. Yeah, I have been here almost two weeks. It is the 11th? I rolled into town on the first. Crazy. So yeah, it is. It's very crazy. Uh, it feels like permanent vacation. My life is now a permanent vacation because when I, when I like turn out of the community immediately, it's a row of palm trees. <laughs> it is. Oh well, yeah. And you got this fucking like a Hollywood Hills looking ass little tiny little pool. Yeah. Like, all square and modern and shit. Yeah. It's got, it's got a hot tub. It's got a lava deck, a pool and the whole thing's heated. It has what is a lava I- deck. Uh, it's like a platform that allows for two to maybe three inches of water where somebody may like sunbathe or something like that. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's become Eloise's like new little thing. Like that's where she hangs out. Uh, that's cool. And like we went swimming, um, before noon and I said that to somebody else and somebody else is like, uh, like from Arizona and they're like, Oh, this is about the time where everybody like stops swimming. I'm like, dude. It was a fucking hundred degrees. Like, what do you mean you stop swimming? You're I can't like, even well, imagine. Sorry, neighbors, you're gonna hear us swimming for all winter. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. 
Um, and you said something about Hollywood Hills, which reminds me, you know, like in Hollywood, they have like the Hollywood sign up on like, I guess the hills. I don't, what the fuck are those? They're not, they're not mountains, are they? Are they mountains? Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like the, I don't know, San Mateo mountain range or something like okay. that. Or See, that Sierra shows. Nevadas. I don't know. I don't know. It's some Southern Californian mountain range. Um, we have, we have words up on a mountain too, but it's like, it's the greater than sign. And then it says Phoenix. Cause it's like the greater Phoenix area. So uh, I, I was driving towards it the other day and I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck does that say? I'm like, Oh, greater Phoenix. Got it. Any direction you go with mountains. Super cool. I, so that like, so it's got the greater than sign and then the word Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So it could also be read as everything is greater than Phoenix. <laughs> sure. If you wanted to be an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I've been in Phoenix a couple times and I think it's, I've been through it a couple times and I think it's a super nice city. Yeah, man. Like the area we're in, it's crazy because like any direction you go, there's like major commerce. Like, you know how, you know, in Ohio, like you drive around and like you go to Polaris or Easton or Tuttle, you have these like major areas, right? Here, if I go five miles in any direction, I run into one of those. It's crazy. It's, it really is. It's, it's super wild. Um, but that being said, I have listened to Hawthorne Heights, uh, that Ohio is for lovers song. <laughs> probably more times in the past week than maybe in my entire life. And I think just because of the irony, I have, I don't care. I'm good. I'm cool in Ohio. Fuck all you guys. Fuck all you Ohioans <laughs> and your <laughs> shitty weather and your leaves. No. How was your September, Colin? Since we haven't really talked in like, you know, a month. It's been kind of weird. I think. Ooh, it's ominous. Uh, and by the way, I can't promise you you're not going to hear a bunch of kid racket behind. I've never done this during the day at home. So uh, you've probably already heard Miles screech a couple times playing whatever game he's playing. I but uh, no, I mean, so when we potted last, I just got back from a trip up north and I, uh, it was just a really busy, like work was insane. Uh, I was finishing up a record. And so that took a lot of time. Um, and, uh, school started. So there's that. And so that's, that's, that's been wild. It's just crazy. I like, honestly, the school part of it, like, cause they're all virtual. Uh, Okay. That, that was, that was a question I was going to ask. Did you go a hundred percent virtual? Yes, they are going, they are doing the hybrid, uh, not, tomorrow but the following monday b starts that Mm. Uh, and then miles i think is like a week later and then rowan's like a week after that but um they're all virtual right now and and to be honest with you the school part is fine like like yeah you could tell that the teachers were prepared as they could be there's a couple days where i'll walk by and i'll hear b's teacher yelling at a kid and i'll just be like i'm glad i don't have that job uh because i could you could hear how frustrated that she was but uh you know, they're doing great. And the kids are, are actually like, you know, we've got it pretty locked down. Uh, the problem is them distracting each other, you know, cause I want them all downstairs where I can check on them very frequently to make sure they're not dicking around. Mm-hmm. But like, 
it's just like keeping Rowan sitting down with his headphones on, especially because he's, you know, changed, he's in seventh grade. So he changes classes every 45 minutes and has five minutes to dick around. You know what I mean? So, uh, it's just a lot because I'm the one, I'm the one working at home and also facilitating that. So it's just our internet is just fucking crushed. You know, we have like the top internet that you can get from WoW and like, it, it like half of my meetings, I just have to have my camera off because it's my computer is like, I can't do this for right now. What so. is the top internet? I mean, I know they have gigabit or thousand meg, uh, in some locations. Yeah, it's that, it's that. You, you have the thousand and it's crushed. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. I got so we couldn't, and at the old place, we couldn't get a thousand. The most I could get was like 300 and something, uh, from Spectrum. That being said, never had a problem with 300. Like never. I'm talking two people working from home, Zoom calls, VDIs on the computer. Uh, Hayden remoted in to work. Excuse me, Eloise streaming something. Never had a problem. We have the gigabit here. It's half the price of what we paid at home for three times as nice. fast internet. Nice. And, uh, so far, no problems, but yeah, yeah. So I, mean, I think part of it could be because I'm set up down here in the basement and, uh, that could have something to do with it. My Wi-Fi need to plug in my little, uh, beacons in other places. Maybe. Yeah. You gotta get uh, that mesh, that mesh system. Um, speaking of, so that reminds me, I had a few issues moving out here. Like it doesn't matter how prepared you are, like something inevitably is going to go wrong. So number one, I'm going to talk shit about Best Buy. So Best Buy, if you're listening, I'm angry. Uh, I bought a washer and dryer on the 12th of September and and paid for it in full. It was in stock everywhere. I scheduled it for delivery October 2nd. You know, tried to super plan because we were selling our washer and dryer to the new owners of the old home. And boy, do I have a fucking crazy story about the old home too. Uh, we're selling our washer and dryer to them. And having a new one delivered, you know, supposedly the day after I get here, right? Because when I scheduled it originally, it was, uh, I was going to be here on the second. So moved everything up by a day, said, screw it, leave it. I got plenty of shit to do on the first. They show up on the second with just the fucking dryer, no washer. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on? He goes, uh, I'm not sure you'll have to call. Like the delivery, I just, I scratched it out because it's not on the truck. He was like, where do you want the dryer? And I said, I don't. He's like, well, no, first I said, well, upstairs, I paid for the install. And he was like, we can't install it without both the work orders for two. And I was like, so you guys fucking brought it, but you can't, what do you, what do you want to do with it? Put it in my garage. And they're like, yeah, can we put it in garage? I said, no, put it back on the truck. Like come back when you have fucking both of them. And he was like, (laughs) seriously, like what the fuck? Like get it out of my garage. Uh, so he was kind of like shitty about that. And I was like, all right, give me the number. I'll call. I call what they did. These motherfuckers, because other people were having theirs delivered first, even though I paid for and bought mine first, they delivered them to other people. And so now it's on back order and I can't get it. So I said, and it was not even just like on back order. It was on a, what the fuck did they call it? Like a vendor hold which means like you can't even order more from LG till guess this 
Guess the time. When do you think? Uh, after Thanksgiving. No, but a little before then. November 12th. Another I'm like, what month. the fuck? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? So like I talked to him and I'm like, well, could you get, if I went with like a different model, like a higher end model or something like that, like, could you get it out here like next day? You know, because y'all didn't even fucking tell me that this was a thing. No. So I canceled the whole order, uh, went to a local company called Spencer's, not to be confused with the mall brand. Yeah. And uh, they got my shit here in like a day or two. I got better models. They, as a courtesy, knocked money off because they felt bad about what I went through with Best Buy. All all in all, and like got our shit out here basically in two days. Um, so that was awesome. So number one, so dealing with Best local. Buy. Fuck Best Buy. Fuck uh, Best Buy. It was not the Best Buy, if you will. <laughs> yes. A good best. pun. A good pun. Um, but let me tell you this fucking story. Hold on. I'm going to wait on that fucking story. I have a story about the old house that I cannot wait to tell you and blow your goddamn mind. I'm going to tell you the other thing that went wrong. The same shit happened with my internet. So they're supposed to show up on the second and I get no call, nothing. Finally, it's like fucking four o'clock and I I call because they're supposed to call me and give me a two hour window. And they're like, oh, well, due to COVID, we've been behind on installs. We had to move yours back to October 19th. I'm like, what the fuck is it with people like not like, why would you not call somebody and tell them, hey, the Internet is not going to be there. Like people's entire lives run off the Internet nowadays. Yeah. Uh, So luckily that was Cox Cable. So they suck Cox. That's my second pun. If you're keeping track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was able to get I was able to get CenturyLink out here basically on Monday, too. So Monday was like a big day with like we got the washer and dryer. Uh, Wife and kids were here. Um, we got internet, the couch came on Wednesday. So it was like a really big week. We had nowhere to sit, no, you know, nothing to do. (laughs) I had my fucking, I had my phone on hotspot and I was running zoom calls off my phone while having my computer connected to my hotspot, running my VDI. No problem. Dang. Yeah. Shit's wild. Crazy. Uh, so have you been back in the office or what? Uh, I mean, I know you said you were at home for the schooling, but yeah, like- I mean, I mean, we're we're our office has been open since June, uh, but I think at maybe at max at a time there's been like ten to fifteen people there, and I I was going for like three to ten hours a week maybe uh, for a little bit there in the middle of the summer or in the beginning of the summer, um, and it was nice because like when I needed to like have some heads down time to get some stuff done but then when sierra got her job back uh you know she asked to be there so um yeah uh i've just been home i went into the office two weeks ago for a couple hours and it was very nice but i think once the kids are doing the hybrid because we made sure all three kids were in the same cohort Mm -hmm. uh i think once they're in the hybrid I think those days I'll probably go to the office. So, so what's your, now that we've been at this like COVID shit for quite some time and it's been very disruptive to lives. What is your take on it? Are you worried about them being at school at all? Uh, so it's interesting. Yeah. Yes. And no, I mean, here's the deal. 
I mean, realistically, they're going to be there for two weeks and then th- it's going to spread like wildfire and teachers going to get it and they're going to shut it back down again. I mean, it, it's, is there any other outcome? Right. <laughs> and, uh, so, but that being said, like they actually just sent the, they sent the, uh, protocols today to the district and like it's, it's very, uh, thorough and it looks like they're doing absolutely everything they can to to keep things like socially distanced and masked and sanitized and all that stuff so you know we we've we've already been okay with them being around a handful of kids um and and the thing is is you know i've had some arguments about this just covid in general and doing stuff because you know i've taken a couple road trips and things like that and, you know, fact of the matter is, uh, my kids really want to go back to school. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and, uh, if that bit of physical risk means that their mental health is, is helped out a little bit by having a change of, of scenery a couple of days a week, you know, like, I think, I think we're, 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 we're ready to take that risk. You know what I mean? Because I think the, th- the problem here is, is that it, it, it's wishful thinking at this point to, uh, hope that everyone just locks down and we let it pass in three weeks. You know what I mean? Right. This is America. You cannot tell anybody what to do. And so, you know, the president said this, this week, uh, he said, you know, we have to learn to, we're, we're having to learn to live with it. And I think that that statement is incredibly sad because we didn't have to. Um, but it's also true because now we do. This is America. People are, I drove through campus yesterday just taking a drive because it was a beautiful day and I had the, I still had the doors and top off the Jeep. So I was just driving. I drove through campus. Apparently COVID doesn't even exist there because every goddamn patio was packed shoulder to shoulder, barely one mask anywhere. Even kids just walking up and down the street, uh, like that rooftop bar above the Newport, there was uh-huh. a, a shoulder to shoulder packed line down the staircase, out the door, a block down the street. It's like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? But it's like, we're not going to be able to stop that. And, uh, well, the way that things go, we're not going to be able to stop that. And uh, so it's like all I can do at this point is realize that my country has handled this as poorly as they possibly could. And I got to protect myself. And if that means just making sure I wash my hands a lot and wear a mask and do my part is all I can do. And if I get it, then I get it and deal with it. Yeah, I will say that. In Ohio, even though you had your people that were very like anti-mask and you run into that from time to time, it is much different than Arizona. Arizona, dude, these motherfuckers do not fuck with masks. They do not. I mean, it's like terrifying. Sometimes I'll walk into a store and I'm like one of a couple people yeah. that have a mask on. And I'm like, uh, in Ohio, it was the other way around, at least. There's yeah. just a couple people that were like, you know, no mask in it. And, uh, I gotta be honest, I'm actually a little, I'm actually more worried about getting it out here and it's starting to make me, uh, I don't want to say overreact a little bit, but like, you know, I woke up 
what was it like a few days ago, someday earlier this week, I felt like shit, straight up like shit, went downstairs, threw up. And I was like, oh, is this it? Did I get the vid? I don't even call it the COVID anymore. I just call it the vid. Did I get the D, the ID? Uh, and I felt fine later in the day. And And I'm also like, there's also something out here called Valley Fever, which is like, apparently there's some kind of like fungi in the dirt. And so the the dirt, when it's like stirred up and shit, can, you know, you can breathe it in. Dogs can get it. Kids can get it. And it's like, I'm realizing that every fucking sickness out there, it's like the same seven fundamental mm-hmm. symptoms. And I'm like, oh, I got it. I got Valley Fever. Oh God, I got COVID. I don't know what the fuck I got, but I was fine for a couple of days. And then today I feel like shit again. But sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. So I uh, don't have an office anymore. I'm in, I'm, you can kind of see behind me. I'm in the loft, right? The loft now becomes the office. So interruptions are just part of my life now because yep. I don't have a door to shut. And if you come from upstairs to downstairs, you have to walk by this loft. And like my kid has a tendency to just walk in and go, Hey dad. And just like, just start talking. Yeah. No, no, like doesn't get my attention first. Doesn't do anything. Just walks in knowing that it's time for him to talk. You know how many times like my coworkers see me or my clients see me on camera go. Yeah. Just throw your hands up. Like, are you like, you can't just walk up and start talking to me. How many times have we been over this over the last eight months? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's that's but long story short. Um, nobody out here fucking wears masks. It's terrifying. Like even when yeah. we've been going out to eat and stuff a lot, like outdoor, you know, we're like running through grabbing yeah. somewhere curbside shit like that. Uh, just because we hadn't been situated enough to like really get in the routine of cooking and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even then, man, you see these motherfuckers like, you know, like we talked about before, nose is out. They're talking to a hundred people. They're making comments like, oh, I wish we didn't have to. If it was up to me, we wouldn't wear masks at all. Like, and I'm just like, that's why your state is one of the worst. And then here I am just smack dab in the middle of it. That's fucking flexion, crazy. Baby. Dude, I'm going to get the vid. <laughs> I, I know it. Somebody in my family did. Well, Same. on Amy, Amy's side, um, really, really bad. Like they're still in ICU, like, oh, crazy. M- like, like might not make it type shit. Super wild. Uh, I have, I won't, I'll be, I'll be on the safe side, HIPAA wise, but I, I had multiple immediate family members. Uh, it was a mild case, but yeah, so that's good. Good that it was mild. Yeah. Man, so what else happened in September? September, I've been married four years. Nice. Time fucking flies. Uh, you know, I know that you guys recently went through a um, an anniversary in the past few months, right? April. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was at the, be- I don't want to say the beginning of COVID, but that was, you know, more towards its yeah. infancy as far as like locking down. Yeah. Did you guys do anything or did you guys just chill? We just chilled, I believe. I think we got, I think we watched a movie and gotten like spent some good money on carry out instead of something shitty. Yeah, we did. Nothing. I remember right. 
Nice. We just did nothing and chalked it up to COVID. Uh, it's going to be weird. Like, it's going to be weird going on dates and stuff, like being out here and not having like a real babysitter or anything. We have to plan everything around. Let's just take the day off work and still send the kid to daycare, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a lot of... Hey, I mean, that works. Also, but I'm working at 5.30 in the morning now. Oh, yeah, because you have all the teams to run. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, that means you're off at what, 2.30? Yeah, somewhere three? between 2 and 3. So it's pretty cool having like that time back in the afternoon. I'm going to try and yeah. get into a routine there. Um, all right, man. Here, let's see. Wait, here's another thing that happened. Uh, I still haven't had anything to drink since Labor Day. Mm. And uh, I feel real good. I feel good about it, and I don't think I'll be stopping anytime soon. That's awesome. So. I had I had a couple of beers. I had one on the road trip out here. Uh, Kyle and I stopped in somewhere in New Mexico and got like uh, a I don't want to say like this sounds weird, but it was like a fancy pizza place. Yeah. It was like artesian and sit down and more expensive than you know regular pizza, uh, and they had some good drafts, some local shit on tap. So I had a beer. Nice. And then uh, went to like Kyle's last night in town, went to like a steak dinner and had a, a couple IPAs, you know, got to have IPAs with the steak. Yeah. Other than that, man, I don't know. I think I'm cool. I don't really want to drink. I just want to say I've been focused on instead of like, in, like when I haven't drank in the past, it's always been like I'm taking a break and yeah. then it like becomes like I just count how many days, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I've gone a week, two weeks, blah, blah, blah. And now it's just like I'm focusing more on like how I feel, how it's how, and it's like I'm noticing like you know, for one, it's like uh, amazing how much I realized how depressed I was, you know, how much it was making me depressed. Like I feel so much more motivated and so much more present, and like like I've lost like six or seven pounds. And uh, the other thing on the negative side is I think I was subconsciously numbing out more severe neck pain than I thought I had. Really? Because pretty, co- not coincidentally coinciding with me quit me quitting drinking alcohol, uh, I've been in pretty miserable neck pain. Um, so wow. that's that sucks. But uh, no, it's, it's, it's actually, I feel like, like, I think there's maybe been maybe twice this month I've like really craved it. And I just don't even care. You know, the other night, the uh, Friday night, I went, I was getting Sierra some beers at the store and I saw that, uh, like one of those 0.0 NA beers. Like, I'm not like, I mean, those 0.5 beers, it's like, I just don't want any alcohol in my system right now. You know right. what I mean? But I was like, I got to try this, you know? So I got, it's the Bitburger, uh, old guy brand, 0.0. It literally says on there, drink this and drive. <laughs> wow. And, uh, it was really gross. <laughs> I mean, it definitely tasted like shitty beer. Uh, yeah. it tasted like somebody dumped light beer in an ashtray. It was really gross. Ugh. I still drank it all, um, because I paid for it. But, uh, there are like craft brands. Like there's a company called Athletic Brewing, uh, that they have a series of 0.0 like IPA stouts, like everything like that. Basically saying like if even if you don't want to drink doesn't mean you can't enjoy like the taste of 
good beer. So very mm. fascinating. Are you still straight edge if you drink that? Why not? It's al- It's not. Al- it's, there's no alcohol in it. I know. I'm just curious. It was just a question. Just posing a question. No, I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I likened it to. It's kind of like uh, smoking a CBD joint. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh? Oh, no, two things. One, you got severe neck pain. You're not drinking. Don't start doing opioids. Oh boy, uh, you know that's the one thing. Is I, I know I'm I'm I know I'm a Central Ohio boy now, so I'm like a with with chronic pain. So I'm like the number one demographic to get hooked on fucking op- opioids. Yeah. Good news, good news though. Shit makes me puke. One good. Vicodin, one Vicodin, I could take, and I'm throwing up for like a couple hours later. So don't do it. Get you get you some fucking. Uh... Salon pos or whatever those patches are. Oh, I've been wearing those biofreeze patches like crazy. Yeah. So stick to that, that lidocaine shit. But uh no, I mean it's yeah, it's, I I feel like just September has been like a month of uh soul searching and it's been an emotional month and it has been a it's just I feel like it's like one of those things where like with school starting especially, it was like it's all, everything is just like, okay, this is, this is, we're back to like full on at home pandemic bullshit. But, uh, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. All right. Let's talk some music. So let's start with something you mentioned. You said you were working on putting out a record. So human law record is out. Yeah. I, uh, that was one thing mixing that there was one weekend uh was probably the weekend after after our last pod i was down here in the basement literally for like 8 hours on saturday and like 6 or 7 hours on sunday in the zone headphones on mixing and uh dude it was like so life-giving i was like man i wish i could actually do this for a living you know i like my job but like it was just so cool you know just to like be in the zone, not telling someone what to do. Like, can we do this? Can we try that? You know, but like literally just going like, take like closing my eyes, standing back 10 feet, listening and going like, well, you know, got to turn that a little bit, you know, got to cut that out a little bit. Then exporting it, going out in the car, going for a drive, you know, just so much fun. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we got that. We, we, I got that done. I got that done. Um, Knox mastered it for me. Did a, really good job um uh, and uh and then yeah put that out a week and a half ago or a little over a week ago and gotten pretty good pretty positive uh feedback pretty across the board um like i said to you when i texted you yesterday i wish i just wish uh some like some sort of music blog or something like that would would pick it up so it'd get a little bit more exposure but there, uh, there is a small release on a label in the works that the news to come later. So nice. That um, for a, it'll be a cassette release. There's a one part. It's one of the earlier tracks. It's like two or three. Um, that has like a, I don't know, an effect of some sort, like an overlay, like a, I don't want to call it a lead. 
but it's got it gives me corn vibes. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, it was purposeful, and, and like I'd, I've talked to people about the about the record, like who are like really diving into it, like old friends and stuff. Like, do you remember that band Sinai Beach? Yeah, the Christian metalcore band. Yep. Uh, they're you know Symphony Apparel was label mates with them, so like Mike, their guitar player, and I uh, have kept in touch over 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 the years, and. He texted me. It was just like he was just like, "Holy shit, man!" And we were talking, and I was like, "I hope you heard all my because there's there's a handful of winks in there mm-hmm. for the new metal fans, uh, and that there is one that that one I think you're talking about is a very apparent one. So, yeah, that part uh, suck out. I think not only because it's it seems to be mixed like just above, it like sits on top of everything. Yeah, but it had that little effect to it too—some kind of like tremolo or reverb or something that was giving it that springy kind of effect. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, what's up, that, new metal?" It's that uh, small clone chorus with the depth on and the rate all the way up. So nice. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I'm 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 really happy with how it turned out, uh, especially. You know, I've released you know early Maranatha stuff was all digital, uh, but. Uh, was never really happy with that, and this was the first time I've released something digital where I felt like I got it the, to the way I wanted it to sound, like in my right. head. So oh, yeah. where it sounded natural enough, and uh, so yeah, pretty pretty stoked on it. Um, so that was fun. But I mean, I immediately switched gears right back into Maranatha. I started demoing new Maranatha or demoing Maranatha songs and starting to rip those apart and think those through. So. So then the other music thing that we have to bring up has to do with that amp over the left, uh, your left shoulder. Yeah. Pour one out for the homie. E B H. Oh, this one hurts. Yeah. It hurts bad. Throat cancer. Yeah. I mean, I knew he had it. You know, there has been a couple scares over the years with it, with him, but uh, that one, I think caught everybody by surprise, but it's just like, my God, I mean, there aren't like, uh, one of my friends said that he was like, he's like, this is like, he's like the eighties, Jimi Hendrix, you know? I mean, uh, yeah, he's the re like Jimi Hendrix. He's one of those people that it like, he's the reason I play music kind of type legends. You know what I mean? And like the fact, you know, Devin, uh, said something the other day like he's like every recording I've ever been a part of in any band has a 5150 on it somewhere yeah you know what I mean and like no that's that's re- that's more what it is for me like I never really got like influenced by uh you know Hendrix or EVH or or Eddie or or any anybody like I don't know like I got influenced yeah. by like whole bands right yeah but sound wise like he's responsible for to this day like modern metal tones come from I w- yeah I, I i actually i i think i tweeted about this the other day but i w- i literally i believe that any guitarist who plays heavy music there doesn't matter what amp what guitar what pedals you're using your tone starts with his as a baseline right he got crunchy distortion right and all we've done since is just is just add on to it just refine it 
Yeah. Yeah. So no. it's just, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's like, I remember like, like being like 12, listening to my stepdad's Van, Han- like copy of Van Halen one. And just, I remember hearing that, like, ain't talking about love. That riff, man, is just, it might be the reason I fell in love with the riffs in general. I mean, that this is one of those things. It's just like a classic hook riff, but man. Yeah, that one hurts. That's a big bummer. That's a that's. I saw yeah. Tom Morello posted something like, you know, one of those things like the jam session that's happening in heaven right now. Blah blah blah. You know, <laughs> people like you know people have those things, right? And he posted and he like listed like ten guitar players. He goes, "It's just so awesome to know that all these guys are 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 jamming right now." And somebody, like, people were dunking on him like crazy and being like, okay, for one, you think all of those people are in heaven? And then, like, two, uh, like, uh, so you're saying that you want to hear the sound of 10 lead guitar players <laughs> playing together <laughs> at the same time? <laughs> That's so. wild. By the way, I, I started drinking some of this ice stuff. Did, the, did I tell you about that? Yeah, you, on the pod. Yeah, is that orange mango? It is orange mango. It is best the best one. flavor. Best I will one. say this: they are. I can only drink like I have to drink it slow, or I can only drink one bottle. But it still has that kind of sugary heaviness to it. Yeah, but it has no sugar. I know, but it feels. It makes me feel like ugh. Yeah, it's definitely so a, it's a good alternative to soda, though. Mm-hmm. My daughter loves them. Specifically, orange mango. She'll she'll literally wake up in the morning and go, "Dad, can I have orange mango?" And I'm like, "No, you can have water. Like, you need some water in your life." I actually, uh, I think I need to. Do, I just need to do better, like about drinking water. Like, I didn't care as much in Ohio, but like out here, like we went swimming yesterday or something, and uh, I mean, I was out there. I don't know, thirty minutes or so. You can't really tell, but like. I got burnt in like, you know, 30 minutes in fucking October. So <laughs> I, I can tell like I just need to do better with water as well because like not only do you get burnt, but you get dehydrated very quickly out here. So I yeah, can't be, I mean, it makes sense. I can't be setting my kids up for failure. Uh, did you watch that new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix that Hubie? I watched it last night. Did you? Yeah. How fucking dumb is it? I haven't actually watched it yet. I just watched the preview. So it, we, I, we were like turning it on, and I was like, "So over under on this being absolutely horrible." Uh, I will say that, frankly, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it mm-hmm. is incredibly stupid, uh, but yeah. there's like tons of stars in it, and like so that like adds to the funness of it. Is that like everybody's kind of in on the joke on how stupid this is. Yeah, um, I mean, it definitely it it's definitely a Happy Madison production. Mm. You know, I mean, it's it's got a lot of shared characters, and, and I was thinking about this a little bit last night. Uh, but they make it pretty clear that it, at the very least, is in the uh, Billy Madison universe. Uh huh. 
or they, they they make the pitch that it's like the Happy Madison kind of make the pitch that like the Happy Madison uh, Productions is a universe because like there's a cameo from Ben Stiller's uh, um, nurse character in Happy Gilmore, mm. like his character is in it briefly. And then uh, there's an O'Doyle family that says O'Doyle rules, you know? So like it, like they're, it's funny that they'd be kind of, it's kind of like they're shoehorning it into a universe, but uh, no, it was funny. It was worth a watch. Uh, It was, if anything, like one of the most funny things in the whole fucking movie is like his grandma or his mom, his mom um, always has different t-shirts on with slogans that are Mm -hmm. all like really gross. Uh, What is your What's your favorite like Adam Sandler movie? Billy Madison, for sure. So mine was always Big Daddy. I don't know why mm-hmm. I fucking love that movie. Uh, but I noticed yesterday on Netflix, it was like number five trending. And I wondered why the fuck that was. Like if people were watching Hubie and like, oh, uh, and then going yeah. back and watching uh, Big Daddy or if like they recently added it or what? Yeah, I don't know. But out of nowhere, that movie is fucking old as shit, and it was number five trending in the U.S. So I think, I think, yeah, for me, it's Bill, Billy Madison, and then uh, as far as his uh, more serious movies, actually, it's kind of a spectrum. I, my three favorite Sandler movies because you have Billy Madison, and then um, I absolutely love the movie Funny People. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that, the Judd Apatow yeah, that's movie. A, that's a good one. Um, like that movie is he's a he's great in it. And then, so that's like half serious. And then Punch Drunk Love, I love Punch yeah. Drunk Love. So, where do uh, where do like Waterboy and Mr. Deeds? I've to this day have never seen Mr. Deeds. Sierra always like makes jokes about it or quotes it and stuff. I've never yeah. seen. It. I've seen parts of it. I love, I love feet. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's I mean, it. I've heard lots of jokes. Uh, Waterboy, I think, is okay. Um, yeah, that that was one that I was not a huge fan of. I, th- you know what? Like typically, when he goes into that, uh, when he like the same kind of voice and speech he uses for Hubie, typically, yeah, typically that side of Adam Sandler I do not like as much. Uh, so I think that's why I liked Big Daddy because it was just funny as shit, and I liked that movie like way before I became a parent. But I think it's even funnier now. Yeah. Every time, like, no, my it's kid, worth, it's sorry. I was to say, every time my kid's like rolling around on something, I think about yeah. when he put the papers down when the kid peed the bed. That's oh, yeah, amazing. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. Uh, you know, I mean, and you could probably watch it with it's PG 13 and it's and it's most of the humor is pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like, there's some there's a handful of sexual jokes and, and like I said, his mom always has really gross sexual shirts on, but, uh, it was fun. It was worth watching. I, uh, I'm pretty confident. Okay. We've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo, right? For whatever reason, I, my, my oldest, uh, used to like Scooby-Doo and my youngest, we just put it on one day. I don't know why, but she'll ask for it all the time. She's like, I want to watch Scooby. Okay, cool. So I've been paying attention to some of the cartoons. There is absolutely a sex reference in one of them. I mean, the whole thing is just a kid's show, right? It's all just kid stuff. And then what the fuck? I, I, 
I never remember where it's at because I would love to like clip it and send it or post it or something. But it says something like uh, he makes a reference to like essentially, no, we're not going to do it. Like it's like something about spending quality time. And he's like, no, it's not Tuesday. As if there's like their special day or something. I don't know. But every time I hear it, I kind of look over like, I know what they're doing. They're, they're sliding a few in for like the adults out there. Um, so right before I left, we got some like really fucking good pizza from this place over like Sawmill area, Sawmill Powell, uh, called Shorty's Pizza. Okay. And it has like, it is, it, it fucked me up because I was confident that there was no good pizza anywhere around my old house. Right. Uh, so then after I had it, I'm like, man, I got like a fucking week here. And all I want to do is eat that pizza every day. So since I've been out here, man, the pizza game is so strong out here. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't want to say it. it didn't like make me, it, it eased the transition because <laughs> when we, when we went from like central Columbus to uh, north of Columbus, pizza was whack. So I spent three years like looking for good pizza in that area and can never find any. And then of course I find it right before I leave. Right. Uh, but then coming out here, I mean, pizza, like they have food is everywhere. I have had, and I've had all of it. I mean, I made sure to have all of it. Like, you know, I went to Whataburger, I went to In-N-Out, I went to Jack in the Box. Uh, I forgot I went you to, got In-N-Out's there. God dude, damn it. We got, I'll tell you what, I think, oh, Shake Shack. We, even though we have Shake Shack at home, like the Shake Shacks are just like out here too. Uh, you got Del Tacos? Yeah, I had that yesterday. Fucking so good. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had Del Taco yesterday. It's like a uh, a better Taco Bell. It's like it's like a a middle point between like Taco Bell and like El Vaquero or something like you know like a little bit more traditional. Yeah, like corn like they have corn tortillas and stuff and yeah, but they I got some fucking burrito and like you can get a burrito that has like queso and French fries and shit in it. Nice. Yeah, that's like my wife got something like that. Uh, yeah, we've had we've had all of the things since we've been out here. And then uh, just for good measure, we had Chipotle today. Nice. Just because, you know, you got to even that shit out a little bit. How's that West Coast uh, Chipotle? Awesome. You know, like, <laughs> uh, I had never, like, even though I get cheese in my burrito and shit, I've never actually, like, physically, like, tasted the cheese. Like, I just eat it and it's all, like, part of the, you know, kind of texture and experience. I've never like bit in and tasted cheese before. And today I did for the first time and it kind of weirded me out where I was like, ah, I don't think I really need cheese on this burrito anymore. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, No, but you should check out Shorty's Pizza if you haven't. It's fucking, it's it's good shit. Totally worth it. Totally worth the drive. Um, Speaking of which, I think I'm going to tell you that story now about the old house. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Dude. So I get a text from my wife on the last day of September. It's actually, it's probably the first because it's, you know, I think it's like two in the morning there. Um, and she goes, my sister-in-law was there like cleaning and stuff like that, right? Like taking that task off of us so that I could be gone. My wife could focus on the kids, getting ready for the flight on the first. Um, so I get a text from my wife that says, Tracy's convinced she just heard somebody in the house. 
And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah. She she thinks she heard footsteps in the house. And when she went to check it out, like no one was there, but a car sped off from the from the dead end. And, uh, you know, like typically I, my wife, like, you know, she's the one like, no, this is what happened. And I'm kind of like, no, it didn't. You know, that's like usually the dynamic. And it was the other way around. It was like I was kind of worried, you know, because like that's that's a sketchy thing. We had just uh, <clears throat> taken like, you know, the router back. There was no Internet at the house, so we had no cameras um, or else we could have just like, you know, checked the front door cam and shit like that. But then my sister-in-law's text me and she's like, no, like this is what happened. Like I was at the dining table. I was like falling asleep, had my head down. I heard a noise and it like jarred me awake. And I said, and she thought it was Hayden. So she's like, Hayden. Uh, And then she said, after she said that, she heard footsteps and she heard the front door. And so she walked into that room and then called his name out again, like out the front door and then saw the car speed off. And I was like, that is really weird. Um, She said it was a black SUV. I happen to know that the new owner has a black SUV. So like, I was like, oh shit, maybe they were like showing up. Maybe they, uh, you know, didn't know the time frames of when we were leaving. Anyway, then I get woken up at five in the morning this time. So it's like eight something there, right? All over our old community Facebook page, there are videos from people's doorbell cams and shit like that. Two guys in hoodies and ski masks were going around the houses, legitimately trying to open doors. You could see them like trying to pull open sliding doors. And it was discovered in the morning that a TV we had taken down and put in the front room for our sister to take was gone. So somebody legitimately did come in the house and steal a TV. Uh, And then it just so happens, you know, that my sister was there and like called out. And so they they took off or else it could have been, you know, who knows what the fuck could happen. Like the the sitting around speculating what could happen or like. The, that whole feeling of being violated, like that's worse than, you know, yeah. the, the TV. So I just thought it was fucking crazy that with 12 hours to go, 12 hours or less to go, uh, that's we crazy. had our first real, like other than the booty cheek bandit, we had our first real, you know, crime or anything that happened in the neighborhood. And that's what it was. But it's like, it's really sketchy to see like these dudes in ski masks, like just straight up stealing packages off porches, walking around with packages under their arms and like trying doors to get in houses and shit. It's fucking crazy. Crazy. It's also crazy to think that if I was there, I'd have killed somebody on my last day in Ohio. I'd have probably had to come back. (laughs) I'd have probably come back for trial and shit. Cause that dude would be missing his chest. Ooh, I'm not talking like boobies. I'm talking like no, I, I his whole frontal section. Um, <laughs> so I see that you put something on here. It says shit is getting really ugly out there. I don't know, man. Look, just look around. <laughs> oh. I just I wondered if something uh, prompted. No, that, I like, just no. I I feel like I've been saying it. I feel like I've been saying it. By like saying like I think things are gonna get worse before they get better, and it just seems that every single day, it's like it's like exponentially getting just worse out there. It just seems like the in the the political environment has just ratcheted up everyone's hate and lack of patience, and then the COVID stuff on top of it has just got everybody so fucking riled up. 
like a bunch of caged animals, man. And it's just, it's just wild. Like, uh, I don't know. Just, I, I just, and I just feel like the next three weeks are going to be really gross. I think we're going to see a lot of really gross shit. So, uh oh. Dude, I'm doing my podcast. <laughs> I, I told you guys already. Go ask your brother. Stop coming down here. <laughs> uh, sorry. I'll cut it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and when and when they and when the two things meet, it's even worse, right? So, immediately when I hear Trump test positive for COVID. I don't, I don't know. I had very mixed reactions to that. And like my initial reaction to that was, of course you fucking did. Like what better publicity stunt than for, you know, a 74 year old man who's overweight to get COVID and seemingly beat it or bounce back from it in just a few days. Yeah. What better thing? to prove that they didn't actually fail. It's just nothing to worry about. It's no big deal. You just, you'll just beat it. Like, don't let that be a blemish on my record. Don't let how yeah. my administration handled COVID sway you. You should still vote for me. I bounced back from it in fucking four days. Look at me. Yeah. You know, so like that was my initial thought. Uh, my wife had pointed out some other things that it was like good to think about. You know, he did have to miss some pretty key engagements. And it's like, was the juice worth the squeeze type thing? So I don't know. I was curious, like, what's your what's your thoughts or take on the whole situation? Well, I think that um, it's a couple things. One is I think that at the very least, it was a good distraction from um, how terrible the debate was. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, the, the debate was terrible in general across the board. Um, but, like, I think I, I saw somebody, some news guy say this yesterday, said, like, but for, for once, for for once, uh, you know, because the way, you know, Fox News and CNN, you know, they create different realities. And he was basically saying, like, for once, all Americans saw Donald Trump for who he is, which is just a interrupting baby, you know. Yeah. And I, and I, and and. and there was immediate fallout from that. And uh, I think so it helped him by distracting from that. Um, but, you know, it's just the other thing though, is like they put him on that, that, that experimental medication and the steroids and stuff like that. And he had like, literally like, I mean, you look at his Twitter account, that dude fucking, it was like he was doing cocaine. I mean, it was <laughs> just like, and uh, I think he made some pretty significant political mistakes in that altered state. I think, you know, you think about him telling his supporters that it's a cure mm. and it's not him today telling everybody that he's, um, he's, he's had it. So he's immune now when there's zero evidence that immunity is there or even last long at all, you know, things like that. He's making dangerous mistakes mm. uh, because people listen to him. But then, you know, he got uh, got on Twitter and started tweeting about how he was going to hold up COVID relief unless he gets reelected. 
Oh, that one. That is that was a gift to the Democrats. That was political suicide. The right yeah. and the left, everybody in chorus at the same time were going, what the fuck are you doing? That is the stupidest thing you could have said. And like, it could is that not against the law? Like, that has to be. It, that's almost, I mean, that's almost like a bribe. If you vote for me, I'll sign this motherfucker right now. You know what I mean? Like, you want 1200 yeah. Like, just go ahead and vote for me. Put me back in. I'll do it right now. Like, I feel like there has to be. I feel like the way he phrased it and went about it had to have broken some law. I didn't even. I, I got to be honest. I haven't even fucking looked at Twitter. I haven't looked at shit. I've been staying off the news for the most part. Uh, just because, like, I've had so much shit to deal with here. The last thing I need to do is be on Facebook fucking arguing with people because that's immediately yeah. where I'd be. I'd be on Facebook arguing with people. Sure. I don't know why I can't fucking help myself. Yeah, I'm trying not to. Yeah, same. I uh, also had a realization yesterday um, that Fry's, the grocery store, is Kroger. Uh, I knew that Kroger had many brands. Yeah. Didn't put it all together. I've been going to this uh, this grocery called Safeway. It's yeah. literally one mile from my house. They have right. you know curbside pickup, all that bullshit, the same shit. Uh. First of all, I walked in and I've never seen a more well taken care of store. Like every piece of fruit in the store was amazing. It looked like fruit that should be on a commercial. And they built those like triangle, like those pyramids of apples where like, you know, there's a single apple on top and then four below that. Everything was in perfect manicured order. And I was just like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but there are palm trees out here and there is a manicured store with beautiful fruit pyramid. I love this place. Um, So I pick up a couple of their like uh, private, like store branded things and picked up three different things. All three of them were less than stellar. Uh, So it was like their, their private label shit just kind of sucked. Um, and then I kept hearing everybody talk about fries. Fries is awesome. Like I love fries, blah, blah, blah. So I saw there was another one a mile up the road. So two miles from my house. Um, I went to fries last night. I walk in and immediately it was fucking Kroger. It had the same, like, you know, those, uh, the floors that are like a brownish something like, epoxy. Oh, so like the actual, the actual styling was the same. A thousand percent. And then I went to the cheese aisle. Damn it. And they had Kroger cheese. And I went, okay, what's going on? Of course, I Googled it because I said, is fries the same as Kroger? Goddamn straight it is. 100% Kroger. So it's nice to know I can still get those brownies I like uh, because they only sell them at the Kroger bakery. But I just want something. I wanted something else. I think I'm going to keep going to Safeway because I want to feel like I'm not at home. Yeah. I want to feel like it's my permanent the, vacation. The Kroger brand, the Kroger brand place in down in by my father-in-law's house in Winston-Salem, North Carolina is called uh Harris Teeter. Oh. Harris Teeter. What is that a like a family name or something or two families names? It's like it's hyphenated. Uh but uh it's silly. But yeah, that my Kroger card works there. <laughs> yeah, that was what I noticed. It it said to enter your phone number like for your Loyalty yeah. shit and and my wife's worked 
somebody posted it's because I posted that on Facebook. I'm like, hey, fries is Kroger. Now I know. And somebody posted the Kroger family of stores. And it was like Baker's, City Market, Dylan's, Food for Less, Food Co., Fred Meyer, Fries, Gerbs, Harris Teeter. Uh, there it is. This is my favorite one, though. King Supers, like S-O-O-P-E-R-S. I don't know. Kroger, Payless, Supermarket, Ralph's, Smith Food and Drug. I I got to be honest. I didn't know they had that many. The motherfuckers are getting it. They're getting money. Straight up. Uh, oh, yeah. It's one of the biggest chains in the U.S., actually, I believe. I didn't know any of that. It's from, where is it from? Cincinnati or mm-hmm. Cleveland? Cincinnati? Cincinnati. I used to get it in Ohio. There there aren't any in Michigan. There used to be. I guess like before I was born, there used to be Kroger's in Michigan, but there are not now. Do you remember when do you remember a store called Giant Eagle? Not Giant Eagle. That still exists. Big Bear? Big Bear. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That became Giant Eagle. Yeah. Like Isn't it was it? just it was purchased by the them. Which is it's weird. funny though, because it's like they're both just like Large animals. Uh, large animals. Yeah. Big bear. <laughs> giant eagle. All right, Colin. Let's see. You got any trivial things? Uh, everything in my life is a trivial thing that bothers me right now. No, uh, I will say a trivial thing that bothers me, like you said, is when my children come up while I'm very obviously in a meeting and just start talking to me. My Absolutely. God, does that burn me, but burn my hatred like the fire of a thousand suns? Uh, are you quick with the video button? Or are you just like, you just flail your shit, arms? Man. I don't, don't give, give a shit. shit. I'm quick. I do. You. I will say though, this, so that I told this story the other day, this happened uh, on Thursday, I think, you know, Rowan is, in seventh grade, he's 12 years old. He's becoming, uh, you know, who he's going to be like, you know, he's getting like his teenage personality and stuff. Mm. And, uh, he, he was doing something that was bugging me and I got really mad and I'm, and I'm going like this, I'm like yelling at him and he just looks at me and he's like immediately tears well up in his eyes. And he just goes, my camera's on. His audio wasn't on, but like his whole class saw me like, you know, doing this. And I'm just like, oh, and I like, I mean, that crushed me, man. I apologize to him. I felt so bad about that. So fuck that. You should be like, you should be like, there's more where that came from. Yeah. Quit fucking talking during my meetings, boy. It's not even that. It's like, uh, it's like, I don't know. Like it, I'm trying to, I'm trying to relate it to something. So like, Kids love media. So right now, grounding them doesn't do shit. Yeah. They'll just sit on a device, right? So like the new punishment is take away their media. Yeah. You got to, you got to like, right? So if, if telling somebody something repeatedly doesn't work, then what works? You remember when like your parents would be like, uh, just bust your ass right in front of your Yeah, friends? I guess you're right. Yeah. You know, it's like, class. fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh oh. Uh, my dog, uh, Pepper, finally got spayed this week. Okay. Um, and uh, she. 
Whoa. What? Somebody just walked up to my door and then said, oh, just kidding. Sorry. I think she went to the wrong house. <laughs> Weird. But like I saw her walk past right here and the window's open. Uh, but uh, anyway, what were we just talking about? That totally, I totally lost Wait. the train. That was really weird. We were just talking about the new way to, you know, basically, uh, I don't want to say punish kids, but reprimand them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I understand. I I don't know. I it, I felt really bad, though. Maybe yeah. maybe he got maybe he just had the right emotion that he showed me at the time. Because I, uh-huh. I could tell I embarrassed the shit out of him. This is what it comes down to. It's like, was it was it worth embarrassing him? When it was nothing, then it was just something he was doing that was bugging me. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so, uh, you gonna learn today? You gonna learn today? It's one of them things. Um, uh, kids, are, you listen. Go what? No, no, no. You, are you gonna ask about the Griselda stuff? Have you listened to the new Conway record? I have not. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, the new West Side Gun record is good. The one that just came out. A couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. or Friday, I think it came out Friday or the week before. Uh, anyway, he got Busta Rhymes and Slick Rick on the track, and it is incredible. Um, and the um, uh, that girl Armani Caesar, who is like the newest Griselda artist, she put out a record, and hers is awesome too. It's got real like Foxy Brown, Lil Kim kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that cocky boss bitch from the nineties kind of sound. And, uh, and then Benny's got a record coming out next Friday and he dropped a single from that with Lil Wayne and big Sean in it, which is crazy. I, I did hear that. That came on a, uh, like release radar or something. Yeah. Yeah. But that Conway record, man, I think is going to be one of the best records of the year. It, it like, I loved it. Really? I've listened to it quite a few times. To me, it felt like the Griselda guys ratcheting it up a notch. Like this was his Shady Records mm-hmm. uh, debut record, you know. And uh, it's just really—I mean, bars for fucking days. And uh, just overall, it just feels really good. There, you, you know, even when they do like the the ad libs in the background they're using them in a different way a little bit like you can just tell that they're they're this is a step up so yeah it didn't get uh if we're still talking about the west side gun record like i, I was talking it. about the conway one. Oh, okay i was gonna say the west side gun record didn't get like the best reviews from what i saw you know like it they typically fare really well on their yeah. you know the review sites things like that i saw uh, I saw a couple of them that had it rated like a six something, you know, I think that's which, fair. It's not like, it's not amazing, but it's, it's just still another just solid. Some, but I mean, to, to, to still be dropping records like every Friday, basically. Oh dude, I know. Crazy. D- and this is quality. very like, it reminds me, I know I said this before, but it reminds me of the era when no limit was like on fucking top. And you could guarantee that every single Tuesday, for fucking infinity, there was going to be a new, you know, cash money or no limit uh, record on Tuesday. You could always guarantee they had a whole thing going where like track one always featured like 
several members, you know, of just the whole posse. Uh, but it's like that, man. These motherfuckers are these. It's a whole group of like Lil Wayne. You remember when like Lil Wayne was like on every track and was putting out like yep. tons of remixes and shit like that. And then later it was like Drake was on every single on the radio. Uh, now it's like every single week there's a new Griselda album, EP, or something or feature. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot to keep up with though. It's like, I don't know where, if you look at that Venn diagram or not even Venn diagram, but if you look at where it like crosses, where it intersects, yeah. like what is too much? Yeah. You know, oh, I get it. But the fact is, the fact is that regardless, it's all quality. So it's like, it's like almost like listening to like Motorhead or ACDC. It's like, yeah, they keep, they keep putting out the same thing, but it's always good. You can always tune into it. You know what I mean? You don't have to follow it all. It's all a thing where like ACDC was like getting back together or something. They just put out a new single and I guess I haven't listened to it, but I guess it's like AC fucking DC. Yeah. I haven't listened to it either, but I saw, I caught a, an article with like Angus that talked about them getting back together and shit. Um, the one song on that Conway record that has like all three of the main Griselda dudes in it is some of the, is, is some really, it's the whole song is like flexing about how everybody wants to sound like Griselda. Now everybody mm. wants to be grimy now. And he's like, he says something like, it's just so crazy how everything seems a little Griselda esque. Like it's a, it's, it's a pretty good flexing in that song. Do you know which one it is? Is it the Spurs record? It's on the Conway one. It's on the From King to a God. From, yeah, yeah. There's a record on there called Spurs. Yes, that's the song. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. I've checked out that one. Uh, what else? What else, Colin? What else? What else is there? Oh, let me see. Another new record. Another new record that just came out on Friday that's great is Greg Pucciato from Dillinger, the singer of Dillinger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's got a handful of side projects. He has that killer be killed project with Troy Sanders and Max Cavalera and Ben Collar, which I think is mediocre at best. Um, and then he's got that project, the black queen, which is like nine inch nailsy dark electronic kind of gothy shit. And which is good. So then he started dropping these songs left and right that that some of them had kind of like a nine inch nails uh Marilyn Manson vibe and then he put out this one that was it's called Do You Need Me to Remind You and it's like really fucking heavy mm-hmm. but like with like really cool singing melodic singing like really really heavy song and then he put out another song and it sounded like fucking Tears for Fears or something like that like some eighties pop. And I was like, this is very strange. And then I read an interview where he basically said that he has, he had a collection of songs that he thought were really good that he liked a lot that didn't really fit any of his projects. So he just put them out together. It's 15 songs. He put them out together just under his name. And uh, so then my, I going into it was like, Oh, this is going to be like a mixtape or like a, like a hard drive dump. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it is it is over fifteen songs in an hour. It is stylistically all over the place, but uh, it actually feels good. It flows 
good. It flows well, like a, like an album. And uh, and I've listened to it like two or three times already. I think it's so great. And if I were to co- most c- closely compare it to anything, would be like heavier Marilyn Manson. And like I was like, this is the Marilyn Manson record that he should have put out like a month ago because that record was a pile of horse shit. Yeah, he's so. he's still chucking chucking records out there. Anyway, um, it's very it's very good. All right, I pulled it up. I'm going to listen to it after this. Uh, specifically, I pulled up the Do You Need Me to Remind You. I'm going to check that out first. Start with that. Start with that. Yep. Um, you said Max Cavalera. Did I tell you, like, the Arizona connection there? No. Okay. So when I came out here to just check out the neighborhoods and stuff, I linked up with my buddy and he goes, Oh yeah, if we got time, we should go to the, like my friend's house. It's like so-and-so, you know, he, he's got like a, you know, real big house, huge backyard and a pool. And like, you know, they throw like pool parties and shit. Um, it's a really weird connection, but like that dude has a baby mom, right? Mm-hmm. Baby mom is like Max Cavalera's, girlfriend or wife or something oh crazy yeah so he's like oh yeah he's got like max cavalier is like this person's step parent (laughs) isn't that that's like wild and i'm like what the fuck he's like yeah i see him sometimes he he like said his name wrong he's like max calavera and i said hold on are you talking about max cavalera he's like yeah that's him he's like in a few bands i was like Bro. Just a few bands. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if you can get me to him, I'm in. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to go fanboy out real quick. Uh, otherwise, I'm cool. But let me, let me, uh, let me uh, slide you some demos, my man. Yeah. Let me slide you this new metal demo. Speaking of, in the new Killer Be Killed video that really, that came out on Friday, Max Cavalera is laying in a bed and he has his one single gross ass dreadlock. <laughs> over his shoulder and across his chest and it's so gross. Fuck Why those dreadlocks. Why? What do you got against them? The the big thick thick where it becomes one thing is that grosses me out so much. That's it. I like when he headbangs and just like the one comes up. It's like the whole back of his head is one dread. Ugh, gross. It doesn't it doesn't gross me out. It's fine. Uh one last thing I think we should talk about is the fucking fact that they will call anything a challenge. <laughs> I I don't know, man. I've noticed this for a while. This like this was originally going to be my trivial thing. And then I decided to just put it on here as a topic. But I I don't know, man. Like I I think I'm getting to the point where I can't keep up with the cool thing on social media and all these challenges and shit. I just, I don't get them. Like it's almost like when my kid uses the word, uh, when he uses words that like be have become popularized, but I'm like, that's like when they say hacking, Oh, he's hacking. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I, when it, it, it dry, like drives me nuts. Cause I'm like, me no, too. Really? He literally did. He really break into your into into the code of the game? Yeah, I'm like, so wait, so he is on. He like did something remotely to 
backdoor into a server and like pulled some data? Like what did what did no, he do? No, he's like, just playing really good. Yeah, I don't know. It shit drives me nuts. But the same thing is happening with lots of other things. Like my kid started saying clout chasing the other day. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I don't know. I just don't like people when they're just clout chasing. And I like looked at my wife, like, did he really just fucking say clout chasing? Like, are we, have we reached that point? Uh, you're like, yeah, you're right. And I said, what's that mean? And he goes, well, clout, you know, like when you're trying to get notoriety, I was like, okay. I'm like, so you actually, you're like using what it. What does notoriety mean? <laughs> <laughs> like you're using it in the, in the proper context, but I just never thought I was going to hear my kid talking about, you know, politicians clout chasing. Like, yeah. Uh, so the other thing is challenges. Like he'll say things like, uh, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to do this challenge. And I'm like, what challenge? And he'll like, he'll call it something like the, this, 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 this challenge. And I'm like, why the fuck is everything a challenge? Like, why is that? <laughs> like challenges specifically are the new hashtag. Like the way people used to say, I created a hashtag for that. Yeah. It, that's not good enough anymore. Cause hashtags are just like they're old news. So like if it doesn't have a challenge, it's not a thing. Yeah. Um I don't know. Trivial no, yeah, trivial I, as fuck, but I can't stand it, that everything. It drives is me a crazy. Challenge. It drives me crazy too. Everything's oh, a challenge. Uh I did watch a video last night of uh two newscasters. I think it was on like a compilation of like news bloopers or something like that. But it was uh, two newscasters doing that one chip challenge. And uh it was like this like 40 something white guy and then probably like a early thirties, uh, black girl who thinks she said she's like Haitian or something. Yeah. And the and guy's losing his fucking mind. And she's like, it's not, it was fine. It was hot for a minute. It's fine though. Yeah. And he's like, you really okay with this? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've actually seen that. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, you and I were supposed to do that challenge together. Yeah. I did get a bag. Like they have like that pocky bank like yeah. brand like bag chips right. that I think right, right. aren't as hot as the one. No, chip. not even. Well, pocky also makes the one chip. Yeah. So and, no, they're not. But they are for a bag for bag chips though. They are still hot. Like I wouldn't let Beatrice try one because I thought they were too hot. That's it. Yeah. So we I did the same thing. I let them try whatever the bag below the hottest one. Um, I let Hayden try that. And it actually, that one was fine. It was more of a flavor thing. It wasn't that hot. Mm. I'm telling you, man, nothing can prepare you for that that one chip. Like, we've talked about that show Hot Ones, right? Mm-hmm. And like, everybody freaks out when you get to this one specific sauce called the Bomb. It's not even the last sauce. It's just that it's pure capsaicin, basically. Uh, it's an extract, so it's way hotter. Watching Sean Evans from Hot Ones do the one chip challenge it puts it in context exactly how bad it is because he sits there and will eat the hottest hot sauces that people are literally freaking out. He'll just sit there and just chill and still be asking you questions. The one chip challenge, he was freaking out. I told you it almost killed my, my coworker. He was laying on the bathroom (laughs) floor. We were about to call his wife. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man. So So get yourself a chip. Get yourself a chip, and uh, you'll have to do it. We'll we'll go live, <laughs> and I'll have you do it. Oh boy, yeah, I'll get, it. I'll do it. 
You're committing to that on air? I'll, I'll commit to it. I'll do it. Full chip. The whole chip. And yeah, you won't. I mean, you have to, right? And yeah. And you won't uh, eat or drink anything for three minutes. That's the challenge? I think that's like part of it. There's levels to this shit. I think it's like if you can. <laughs> you're supposed to go like three minutes is, you know, one level, five, and then like an hour or some shit is like, you know, like you're a fucking beast. Hilarious. I went like I went like five minutes and then I ate some ice cream. <laughs> All right, man, let's wrap it up. I think we're yeah, back. I gotta, I'm going to go grill some burgers. Just so everybody knows, it's uh, almost 4 p.m. here, which means it's almost 7 p.m. there. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to get on these early pods. Yeah. All right. All 59 right. in the 59. books. 59.